0: Just, just, just. Man he has no chill. Just just let's just do this He has man. no chill.
1: Let's just get into it.
0: Wow. Let's just talk about it so I can
1: talk about it. Cause
0: wow.
1: I wore a shirt.
0: Wow.
1: With the chest out because I got a lot to get wow. off my chest. Wow. So let's just get into it.
0: Wow. I mean we can, but wow. 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 Coming to you live from Ed's Living Room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron.
1: Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors, the country of. You're not, you're not funny. I know you think you're funny, but you're really not funny.
0: I can't hear you. What did you say?
1: The country of Canada and Drake. Uh okay, all right. Listen. Kawhi Leonard has done the impossible. He has dismantled the Golden State Warriors. He has dismantled the San Antonio Spurs from the inside. And he has dismantled all preconceived notions about who he is as a person because we actually saw him celebrate and smile once they won. A
0: redacted note the Spurs kind of fucked themselves but you, well
1: I mean yeah like yeah, let's, fuck themselves. I mean look he I'm not saying he was the villain in that case he wasn't but he definitely was able to take down the empire from within He, you know what he went undercover and he was a mole in the operation I think he was sent by Drake, by Drake, yeah, to dismantle the Spurs and then join the Raptors to bring a championship to a team that's never had
0: a championship before. Mm, I think, I think you're giving Drake too much credit on that, and I think you're giving the San Antonio Spurs not enough credit for being assholes about how they handled that entire thing. Well, but, to to each their own. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I wonder how they're feeling. Like San Antonio, because they're probably like the biggest losers. Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: San Antonio's one of the biggest losers. losers. They're one of the
0: biggest losers. Yeah.
1: Oklahoma City's definitely a big loser in all this.
0: Okay, let me know about that. Well,
1: they had Kevin Durant. They did. They had James Harden. They did. They had Serge Ibaka. They did. And they had, still have Russell Westbrook. They do. That four. Mm-hmm. if we're looking at it in the past four or five seasons could have been a dynasty. Yeah. It could have had chips on chips on chips.
0: I mean, they got to the finals with that squad. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like, it, I mean, it's not like they didn't show you that they had, there was, there was a glimpse there.
1: Right. Yeah. All they had to do was just wait, just wait. Um, Other losers in this, uh, obviously golden state. Yeah. Not necessarily the team, but the fans, the real fans, the fans that got bought out and priced out in favor for these Silicon Valley yeah, fucks.
0: another gentrification yep. um, victim.
1: So shout out to all the real fans in, nice in Oakland things. in the Bay. We really can't. You can't have
0: nice things. No, you can't. You can't, you can't have, have like nice things. Like, like, like Oakland was there. The entire, they were there in Oakland the entire time. Run TMC, losing all the time. As soon as they start getting some chips, we go to San Francisco. Can nice things. hmm Can nice things.
1: Um big winners in this though. Canada. Yeah. Toronto
0: itself. Drake. I guess. Drake. I sure. mean I mean that I mean that curse thing. Yeah. I mean yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Cause like the the curse was based on just pictures that he took people. Like he like they had pictures with him in Kentucky. Does that he
1: have a picture with Kawhi?
0: I'm sure he has, I'm sure there are multiple pictures of him up somewhere. I mean, my, I mean he has a like. Mean, yeah, I think it was like a club in the strong in in like their facility or something like that. So, I'm sure there are multiple pictures of him with Kawhi and Fred VanVleet or Serge Ibaka. There was a video president.
1: of Drake trying to dap up Kawhi when he got checked into the game, and Kawhi just stiffed him. He just <laughs> stonewalled him
0: because when because the curse is real. Because no, Kawhi is all about basketball. Like that's what. Look. And apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the thing about quiet. I think people just can't understand it because we're so used to seeing stars that are about the glory and the fame that, like, when we see somebody who just wants to work hard and just wants to win, we don't know how to process it. It's like, wait, you just want to well, You don't care about it, Like, why am I? Like, no. Nah, I just... He just wants something Like, I the case in point where he's giving when he was at the podium talk giving a press conference he left his trophy behind he just like they're like hey you your trophy. <laughs> trophy he just kept walking he was like yeah no nah, I just
1: he's fascinating he's the most fascinating athlete to me i think ever
0: i mean i just i mean I've, he's he's basically like if you made a lineman famous like you made an offensive office line like all cuz linemen don't get any shine but they but they're getting they're they're like getting collisions every play mm-hmm. and like they're so necessary to, for you to win but they don't get they get no shine for it so it's like he's kind of like what well, happened if we made an office of lineman famous. He's kind of like that to me because it's just, I just he just comes he just comes to play. You could tell that he works hard, and I mean he just wants to win, which also says how big a dick San, San Antonio were about that. Like all if, if all someone does is comes to play and work hard, and you go on and you go to the media and you and you question that, like why do he want to stay there? Yeah. T- that's the one thing he takes he takes seriously is his craft
1: he said it hurt his feelings
0: yeah yeah and we didn't know he had those <laughs> <laughs> and you hurt those we, like that's what i'm saying it's like because he he comes in night in night out works his ass off and y'all and y'all question it y'all, y'all pretty much called him soft like tony parker is coming out saying like i had the same injury i i would i would I, I played fine and if you had to take the word of Tony Parker, mm. this guy who he had a French rap album,
1: yeah, and like, it wasn't good, even by <laughs> French rap standards.
0: He had a French rap album, like, he's known, like, if you go to San Antonio, he has like a fuckboy, um, just like, yeah, yeah, it like that fuck reputation mm-hmm. in San Antonio. Like, like so if y'all take this guy's word over guys is coming in says nothing it just comes into work and y'all just taking this guy's word and saying oh then he must be soft yeah i'd be like fuck all y'all i'm gonna get the fuck out of here because Kawhi was nice because i'd be like y'all could eat my whole dick
1: for real but, but he just he just took it and left took it on the chin and just left and ended up winning
0: went to toronto that uh, he, went, he went he went he left america mm-hmm. and like i don't think anyone want to go to toronto but he went there king of the north do you think he stays he gets he, extra money if he stays. He had like he ha, he has rings in San Antonio, and he has rings, in, and he has a ring in San Antonio. He has a ring in Toronto. He can do whatever he wants to do at this point. Like, he to retire. Just, he
1: could honestly. I would not be surprised if he was just like, yeah, I think he, I'm going to retire. He has a lot
0: of basketball left. I
1: know he does, but he, he could also just be like, yeah, I just want to buy a he, buy a cabin in the woods.
0: He he can go wherever he wants to go. Like at this point, it's like if he wants to. I mean, he wants to just go and play, and he can just go and play basketball anywhere. Like, I think that he has a championship at this point. I don't know, I don't know if he really wants to be. I don't know if he like, – he's, he's not one for the accolades. So, honestly, he can do it. I don't know what he's going to do. I, and you really can't call it because a lot of people are driven by fame and fortune or other things, but, like, I don't know what his motivations are because he could play basketball like, literally anywhere.
1: He's fascinating. Um, Kevin Durant.
0: <sighs> Shouts out to him, dude, because this
1: is a guy that probably knew – I don't – we're never going to know exactly what the conversation was between the team doctors, the coach, and him. But he probably had a good idea that if he goes out there and plays after only four weeks of rehab, there's a chance he's going to re-injure whatever he had injured or further injure something else. That
0: was the thing because I think the conversation was that from what Steve Kerr was told, and most people that are this, you know, and that know about like – you know, the body is just the main thing they're worried about was him re-injuring the calf, not yeah. the not the Achilles. That was that, that came out like before everybody.
1: Well, do you think that it was a calf injury beforehand without an Achilles? I think
0: so. I I don't think they have a reason to say that it wasn't. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I, I mean, if it was Achilles' issue, I think they would say it was Achilles' issue. And I think that, like, KD knows what, what's going on with his own body. I think that – and everyone wants to try and blame people. Like, people, like, people just want to point fingers. I, I just think that if your team is down 3-1 – and you can and you have the capability to play. Why would you not? Like, how can you stop him from playing out there? You
1: have to play. You yeah. You, you that's I mean, that's everything.
0: Yeah. So it's like, why would you? So because the thing is like, if he, the thing is like, if he sat, knowing that he could not play, if he knew what was going on, and he'd sat, I could hear y'all already saying like, oh, why would he mm-hmm. sit out when? He, why would he sit out with him getting beat by four one? Like how? Like what a snake. All this shit. Right. It takes this man to rupture his Achilles. On national TV, if y'all treat him like a human being.
1: And man, he was cooking. He came out Yeah. and he he was going for like 40. Th- yeah, he 50. was. He was trying to let y'all know who he was. And he would have got it too. He would have. They might have won that series if he was stayed healthy, him right. and Clay. Yo, all right. So, Clay, let's talk about Clay. Because I love Clay. I especially love game six, Clay. And for Clay to go out, was that MCL? ACL. ACL? Yeah. Come back onto the floor, hit two free throws, and then peace out. I mean, this is just this is just wear and tear. Like there, there was no way for you to plan for this. This is just playing a hundred games in a season.
0: It's sad, man. Like it's sad for him to lose that way. It they really, said that they had
1: that graphic come on come on the screen. I think he played a hundred and twenty two games straight. He only missed one.
0: Sad dog. But y'all hate him though. Yeah. Which I hate the Warriors, though.
1: Y'all hate the Warriors. Y'all,
0: yeah, but it takes them to get, it takes them to like out there literally break their bodies for y'all to be like, oh man, that's so bad. Like they've been this exact same team the entire time. Mm-hmm. KD's been this KD, like he was that KD before he ruptured his um, Achilles. And like if, when it was calling him a snake because he because he wanted to play, he didn't want to play in Oklahoma City. He's been a snake this entire time. Yeah. And, like he, he, like his team is down 3-1. And he, he shows some heroism trying to will them. To win, because the thing is, like, also they they won by one, so all of his eleven points were necessary.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Boogie Cousins. Um, you know, you rolled the dice. It looked good coming down, and then at the final moment, it just didn't work out the way that you had hoped it worked out.
0: I think, I think it did though, because the thing about Boogie Cousins is
1: that he only signed a one year deal too, right?
0: Yeah, but the thing about him is that like his whole deal was for him to show that I'm not I'm not a cancer. Which he wasn't. I just want to win. Which he tried to do. Like he came, like he came back for, like he came back from, uh, from a quad tear. Like he tore his quad in, in like the first um, game of the of the playoffs, and then came back and just, just willed his way back to the finals. Just dropping threes,
1: making assists,
0: just contributing. Like to, just to get thrown into the finals. You got you were out the entire playoffs and get thrown into the NBA finals, and you played that way. Yeah, it's like I told I told Steve the other day. I was like. If we don't, at least, if the Rockets don't at least talk to Cousins, I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing.
1: Fred Van Vliet, also a free agent after this year.
0: Yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna, he's gonna get paid.
1: He's gonna get bags get on it. top of bags. Kevon Looney, he's a free agent too. I think he's so. wow.
0: He played with a broken collarbone. This is gonna be the most interesting offseason in a really long he's, time. He's got to get paid by somebody, if not by the like Golden State, by yeah, someone got to pay that dude. He played with the, he played with a. I thought he was out for the series. And then mm-hmm. I think I was like in Austin when I watched the game and they said, Kevon Lee. I was like, Kevon Looney? Did mm-hmm. he break his collarbone? Yeah. And I'm, I had to turn his job. Hey, yep, he's on TV playing.
1: When I was a kid, a collarbone was like a three, four month injury. Yes. He, now he, it's like you're out for three weeks.
0: He was out for one game.
1: Remember when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and yes. he was back within the season?
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was like he was wincing the entire time. Every time you saw him on the TV screen, he was wincing. Yeah. It's All he was doing was just like wincing and shrugging his shoulder.
1: Made it through though,
0: Jesus. Um,
1: uh, your boy Kyle Lowry <laughs> redeemed himself after a terrible final shot in what was that game five?
0: I mean, that, that was no good shot for them to take that one. Like that, that was just a good defense, honestly. That, yeah. that was a well, that was a well defended, well defended stand. Like I mean, the heat of a four shot Kawhi's hand, and they moved the ball around, and it was a good defensive, like, it, it was a good defensive stop. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um.
1: And then Kyrie Irving has all but signed with the Brooklyn Nets, Who it seems. Who uh, I'm just saying. I man. mean, like. The Nets look. are very close. Look, if uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't resign with Philadelphia, I think the Brooklyn Nets have the second best team
0: in the East. Yeah, I got to play these games, though. Because everyone, because I, I think if anything to take from away from the season is that the, I got to play the games. You can't just anoint someone, the champ. Yes, we can. No, you can't. That's what we do. You did that last year. That's what we do. But you you got it wrong, cause no one because no one no one picked Toronto. And the thing is like Toronto and everyone was still so surprised when, when Toronto won. I was like Toronto was the second had the second best record um in the league. And they came through and they got to the final by beating the first by beating the team with the best record in the league. Yeah. So it's just like I don't understand why people are so surprised that Toronto won. It's like they were just consistent this year. If anything that changed this year, they were just consistent. I don't think anybody's
1: surprised Toronto won. I think people are surprised at the way Toronto won with Mm -hmm. all the injuries for Golden State. Mm -hmm. With um, Siakam, is that how you say
0: his name? Yeah. yeah. Siakam. Siakam. Him him
1: becoming like a a kind of a breakout star. Yep. Um, You know, and then with with Kawhi just being, becoming like the face of a franchise without him being the prototypical face of a franchise. You know, like they're just a very interesting team. They are. and And they're, they're, their path to the championship was, you know, overlooked, so to speak. But that's true. Surprise! Eh. If if you've been paying attention to them, you probably aren't that surprised.
0: I didn't mean, I go. I picked them to get over the hump. Whatever. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, okay. Let's talk about this fucking guy. Let's talk about super fan number Ovo. <laughs> um, <laughs> he released two songs. Man. Because of the Raptors' victory.
0: Because Drake.
1: And hey, listen, you can't make this shit up. He said that Benny Hanna is pigeon food. Yep. But he really loves Cheesecake Factory. I mean, now listen, I'm not saying that I'm a prophet or that I am all seeing. I'm just saying it's time for you motherfuckers to start paying attention to what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The man said that he loves cheesecake, he loves it. That's his shit. I've been comparing Drake and Cheesecake for close to a year now. That's his shit. That is his shit. How do y'all not see what I see? Open up your third eye, brown man. What are you trying to see? I'm trying to just let people know that mediocrity comes in waves. I mean, but that's... that's, And birds of a feather fly together. That's all I'm saying. I just, I'm just saying like...
0: You're not saying nothing. No, See, exactly. You're not saying nothing. No, because I'm, I'm trying to get it all right. Oh. His his greatness is in his mediocrity, though. That's why he can be. That's why he can spit about anything. He can put him on any track with any person, and he just gets that massive just exposure. Because especially
1: when he's on a track with Rick Ross, he's put out one song with Ross, and Ross is just bodying that beat. Ross is maybe one of the best feature artists. Of all time.
0: You know that his life was CB4 though, right? I know that. I know. No, I'm just but sure in you, terms of a, being a, able to a, actual, being able
1: to jump on a track and blend in with it and find the, you know, it's him, it's Jadakiss, you know, like Fab. Like these are guys that just, can hop on someone else's track and, you know, outshine the feature artists. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's just all I mean. There's an actual Rick Ross though. I just can't get past that. There's an actual Rick Ross. He did an interview with the Drink Champs noriega I and DJ EFN. so everybody should go listen to that yeah he's... um you haven't heard the songs yet though
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. i didn't know i just found out about them today Good. i mean I heard, I heard i think i saw him post that he was gonna drop two songs i didn't listen to them. so like i said drake is kind of Miller road whatever like You're better he's, off don't even he's bother. not putting up bangers for me no he's not he's
1: not putting out bangers but for like anybody. i think he put, put to out, he put
0: out a banger for you though he definitely put banging banger for you Talking about he loves she like
1: he threw out shots he threw yeah, out he,
0: he took shots he threw out shots
1: said. at me he threw out shots at push he said like oh last year they tried to they got hot off of uh putting me out there I don't know what the fuck I he mean, said but I mean like
0: wha- I mean he he killed you he killed you in a record I mean yeah
1: go away man.
0: Just go away. Not, Don't be a fucking... He's not going anywhere.
1: I'm not going to... We're not going to get into it.
0: He's not going anywhere.
1: It's summertime. We're going to stay positive for the summer. Um, Crash Drake. <sighs> Your boy, Khabib Nurmaget, I. This is what happens with Nurmagic his name. Whenever they, they stop talking about him like I forget how to say his name
0: yeah it's it's, it's, it's a mouthful
1: but he held a press conference or an interview yeah a
0: press conference about um he has a fight coming up with Dustin Poirier he has a fight coming up they asked him about a rematch
1: with Conor McGregor and he said fuck out of here
0: fuck out of here
1: he doesn't deserve a rematch no what do you agree
0: absolutely I mean state your take on why no the thing is like whenever, whenever Khabib gets on the mic starts speaking like his English isn't that great but he's always speaking facts though Basically, he said that he hasn't fought in three years. Like, why? Wow, there, there's a there are people out here that are actively fighting, actually putting them putting, um, like they're putting their bodies in jeopardy whenever they step in the ring to, for the title shot. And y'all were talking about Conor McGregor, the man who hasn't fought in three years, and his last fights. Well, his last fights, his last two fights, were that he lost to Mayweather in an amateur boxing match, and he lost to me in in devastating fashion.
1: So, wow. and had a second fight after the first fight
0: like, oh, yeah. like a sub fight it was a sub fight like yeah. a
1: bonus fight
0: yeah it was, it was like it was like it was like a bonus stage yeah crazy. i think mean, that
1: that was such a crazy moment it's it's surprising that it still isn't talked about
0: as i mean it was talked about when it happened it was it but it was insane though that like he that like it was he was in a championship fight i guess number one contender beat the brakes off of him if they do have enough energy to jump the fence. That was crazy to me.
1: Yeah, that the fence is like eight feet high.
0: Yeah, and he's not that big. It <laughs>
1: takes <laughs> a, a, a lot of explosive power to do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: like so, he does not deserve it. Like to and then, I think my response not is not to what he's saying because what he's saying is facts. Like he's saying, like I agree with what he's saying. I'm just talking to the Conor fans that are saying that Khabib is scared. I'm like, did y'all not see that fight? Yeah. Did y'all did y'all not see that fight? Would you want to see Conor fight again? And if so, against who? If I want to, if I see him fight again, I want to see him probably fight fighting A.D.S. Gotta finish that out, right? I mean, you finish that trilogy out. Yeah, both have, yeah, both have been active. Yeah, both don't really deserve like shots yet. They each so, have a of a win. Yeah, yeah. So they each have a win. So if I want to, if he's gonna fight, go fight that first. But you, sh- you don't deserve to fight for a belt yet. Like, absolutely not, not, not. But the thing that I still can't get over is that people that scream that Connor um, deserves a rematch is like y'all don't understand y'all, y'all y'all remember when Conor won his belt the first time? Do you remember how he beat Jose Aldo? Like he beat him on a punch. Before that, Jose Aldo was undefeated for 11 years. He had the longest he had, he had 7 title defenses before he lost that belt. Jose Aldo did not get a did not get a rematch. If anyone deserves a rematch, it was Jose Aldo. So if he don't get a rematch, Conor McGregor damn sure to get a rematch cuz we watched Conor McGregor get beat his ass beat for four rounds. Like, it wasn't a, a shoulder... It wasn't like he got got um, starch. It was... He just got beat the brakes off of for four rounds. Yeah. That shit was... I haven't seen a lopsided championship fight like that in my entire life. I don't think I've seen anyone that lopsided before.
1: Do you want to give a prediction for this Khabib fight?
0: I think it could be Khabib again. I think Khabib would be Poirier just because his wrestling is just... I don't know. I haven't seen anyone like even... I think I saw him fight out Quinto one time, and I think that was maybe... He gave him some difficulty, but even still, it's like. And who's the was, biggest?
1: Who's the biggest star in UFC right now?
0: Um, uh, biggest star. I <sighs> probably say maybe probably John Jones. It's got to be right. I think so.
1: But I he's mean, so he's in and out, right? He, he's like,
0: also he's also kind of annoying.
1: I love John Jones.
0: I think he's he, he's annoying to me.
1: But okay, you you you're on record saying. Do you want me to edit that out?
0: I mean, I'm saying I'm not. I'm he, he'll he, be my ass absolutely. But it doesn't mean you're not. Doesn't mean you are not does not annoying. Okay, that's fine.
1: I think John Jones is a is a great citizen of this American country. That's fine. Um, Teacher zone. <laughs> is there like a is there a female fighter? That's
0: oh um, Amanda Nunes. Is she she's the biggest one? I mean, yeah, like right now, yeah, I'll say Amanda Nunes. I mean, Valentina Shevchenko had a had a had a crazy knockout um, in her last fight. Uh, the head kick it was ugh, it was pretty bad. Mm. But yeah, like so, she's she's pretty big too. But I think I think it's still newness. Like she, after she be cyborg, it's like.
1: So according to you, Connor, no rematch. Khabib stays champ, and uh, John Jones will kick you in the dick. Probably if he ever sees you.
0: I mean, he would probably do more than that if yeah, he sees me. But that's he, fine. I he's, mean, he's gonna do a lot to you. I'm, yeah, I, I, I take my. I gotta take an L sometime, and that'd be the bad one I take, I guess. But he's still annoying. He's still annoying. I mean, that's not gonna change that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. I'm sorry.
1: Hey, you know what else is annoying? Subway.
0: Oh man.
1: So, Ooh. early on in our State Your Take episodes, you went on a rant about Subway.
0: I did, but it wasn't even about Subway. It was about like me being behind people at Subway that think they're going to make their sandwiches better. Right. When it all tastes the same.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you also uh don't support mediocrity when it comes to your sandwiches
0: I mean I support it I just think yeah, as long as you know what it is as long as you think you know what you are then I'm okay with it
1: well it's not just about sandwiches anymore it's not and it's not just about pedophilia we haven't forgot Jared we haven't it's also about our favorite topic racism
0: right <laughs> Dateline
1: I don't want to I don't want those people in our store subway manager fired for denying black teen Job. These headlines, man, I swear, sometimes I'm going to read that again. Dateline. I don't want those people in our store. Subway manager fired for denying black teen job. Houston, Texas. A spring teen believes she was denied a job at Subway because of the color of her skin. Caitlin Simmons intended to spend her summer vacation by working and earning money before senior year, but the Klein High School student plans to went south after she received the text message. The teen applied to work at a Subway restaurant in Champion Forest and Cypress Wood, where a friend employed there checked with her manager on the application text, on the, uh, fuck, (laughs) The teen applied to work at a Subway restaurant at Champion Forest and Cypresswood, where a friend employed there checked with her manager on the application via text messaging. Girl brought in her application. I'm leaving it on the table for you tomorrow, the employee said. The manager replied, okay, thanks. How's she look? Black girl, long dark hair, short-ish, the employee stated. Oh, no thanks, the manager responded. I don't want those people in our store LOL. Got to hit them with that LOL so you know that it's not. You don't don't mean it. You're just joking.
0: It's not. I mean, but you said I want them in your store. LOL.
1: (laughs) The friend took a screenshot of the correspondence and showed Caitlin. It cut me deep, Caitlin recalled. I was hurt. Caitlin then showed her mom, Tamika Simmons, and contacted Subway. I was in disbelief, Tamika said. I was a little stunned. Caitlin heard from a regional manager she didn't apologize, Caitlin recalls. She just said, please get back to me so we can get to the store so we can get to the bottom of this and talk about it. But that was about it. So that's the slim skinny of it. Um, bottom line here, don't work for Subway. Right? Isn't that it? Isn't that the moral of the story? Don't work at Subway? Don't eat at Subway?
0: I think the main issue here is that Subway trying to act like they have standards. Mm. of something. Mm-hmm. Like, how the hell you going to tell somebody we don't want those people at Subway? Yeah. We're pretty sure that um,
1: Subway is the grossest of all the fast food places in, in terms of, like, cleanliness and, like, the the quality of the food and all that stuff, right?
0: All, all Subway is good for is if you want a sandwich that is slightly better than a sandwich you make at home when you're in a rush.
1: Subway used to be the shit, though. When? Like, when when I was, like, in middle school. Like, I don't, I don't I, remember. I don't
0: remember that. But, like, no, because it was, like... I re- no, I'm, 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 you I'm had,
1: not... You had, like, all the different kinds of bread. I'm like, they the- prided themselves on, like, the different kinds of bread that they made fresh every day. And it was, like... You know, yeah, you remember, like I
0: don't actually. Well, I no, I mean I'm not I'm not gonna fight you. Like I'm pretty sure you may be right. No,
1: I mean like, I it just was don't just remember like those days.
0: It was just like like Subway's always been like the benchmark of mediocrity to me. Like they've been not even mediocrity. I would say they're not even mediocre because like if I tried at my house, I can make a better sandwich at Subway ten out of ten times.
1: For sure. No. If question you just that.
0: tried. Like so I usually eat there because I don't want to eat something that's t- t- ho- totally bad for me. Shout out to Blimpy. Did you guys have Blimpy down here? There's like one or two. I think so it's still-
1: Blimpy used to be the shit up where I'm from. Okay. And then we would always go to Blimpy. As a matter of fact, my next door neighbor growing up owned a franchise Blimpy in the mall. and we, mm. I used to go there all the time. Okay. It was fantastic. I'm sure. Um, but I guess they never really expanded and they got a, you know, Subway won that war. But I mean, Subway, I remember enjoying going to Subway when I was, you know, younger, but that could have just been me not being all that aware.
0: You probably had like it's probably a young taste buds. You probably eat like chicken nuggets and shit. Yeah, too. exactly. That's probably like what it is. Cuisine, young, young taste buds. Of, yeah, like you didn't you don't, you didn't have the certain taste. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't remember when Subway was always was ever that great. Like Subway has always been just middle of the road. Like I don't. That's why I'm, I don't understand. We can say like you, we don't want those people here now don't you want everybody there don't I'm you just, want customers here's a, I'm look I'm I'm gonna say that maybe maybe he didn't mean a black girl maybe he didn't like shortish people <laughs> maybe he didn't like girls with like long hair I'm, I'm going the possible liability route because, because, because people who people who are racist love that shit. I didn't mean that. I meant it this way. So I'm just I'm just gonna play those things. I'm gonna I'm gonna placate those things for y'all, just saying, oh, maybe it was shortage, maybe maybe he maybe those shortage people he didn't like or people along here. Either way it doesn't fucking matter because you're Subway. I don't know. You should be have to anyone's work there at all because the last thing I want to do is go somewhere where I leave the place to smell like the fucking sandwich I was making all day. Because that's all you, you can't even eat at Subway. If you eat at Subway, you walk around and like a parmesan oregano loaf. Yeah. You can't eat there.
1: It's not a pleasant scent.
0: It's not. Like, I remember the first time I ate there, I went, to- I went to school and I was just like, what the fuck is that smell? It was my goddamn shirt. Like, I smelled mm. like a loaf of bread. Yeah. It was gross.
1: Normally, bread's supposed to smell good. And it doesn't smell good. That's a good point. Why
0: doesn't the bread smell good? Because there? Subway's trash.
1: Good. All right. Solid.
0: Subway eat trash. That's the... Like... <laughs> that's that's a slogan like oh god i just case closed i mean you you had a pedophile as your endorser for like 10 plus years yeah and you're and you're talking about we don't want those people there like yeah you had a pedophile there there's a pedophile selling you sandwiches
1: maybe that's who they meant they meant children
0: they meant children maybe they had children working there too though
1: yeah but maybe they're trying to like you know clean it up thing what up their image
0: i mean you can do that by making better sandwiches like, The sandwiches, they're garbage, they really are. They, I mean, you only eat there when the only time I only time I ever go to Subway is like if I don't want to eat something that's totally, totally bad for me.
1: It is bad though because all their fucking meat has, great. No, has it's nitrates not great it. in yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but I mean, is it's either that or like a, a baconator or something like that. If those are your options, like where you're gonna go. It's like usually when there's a Subway, they use like a McDonald's here, Burger King there, a Wendy's here. Ooh, go like to
1: the grocery a, store and get a salad, man. I
0: mean, yeah, but I'm saying like when you we try to, if like you're gonna go back to work, you have to go in get the salad and the, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot, the probably the better choice though. It probably is. But like even still, it definitely is. I mean, (laughs) yeah, subway is trash. I guess it's a summary. I'm saying so like there's there, what I'm saying is there are very few reasons why I'll go into a subway. There you have
1: it kids. Huh? I said, there you have it. Subway yeah. is trash.
0: Like, especially if you have like multiple orders, like you're just sitting in a line for like, forever and ever, mm-hmm. making them watch making them make sandwiches and shit.
1: Yeah, if you're the guy getting the orders for the office at Subway, oh, God. you're the worst person in line. Yeah, you are. And you it's not even one. your fault. It's just that's yeah, just, it's just how, just how it, is. it is.
0: So I don't know. The fact that like anyone that any manager at a subway could try to try have like the discerning um like eye for like who they're gonna have in their stores. Like, do you know what you do all day? Like, do you know what you actually, like like you supervise what you're making? Like you make mediocrity the entire fucking day. And you're like, we don't like those people there. What do you want there then? Like, what do you want at Subway? Who, 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 what's your ideal employee at Subway? Do you want them to have like a bachelor's in something? You know, do you want them? Why are you getting mad at me? I'm just saying like, I'm getting mad at the manager that was like, we don't want those people. What people do you want, sir? What do you want at Subway? You need all the
1: customers you can get.
0: I need all the customers, all the employees. Like, you should be able to call. You should, if someone applies, you should be calling them on a daily basis, to tell them what their application um, status is. Because why would it, they had they had the nerve to say that she should reapply? <laughs> we suggest you reapply for fucking what? Why would anyone reapply to fucking Subway? I don't know. It's a blessing to not work at that motherfucking place. You don't yeah. get it. You don't get. To, you don't leave. Get attacked by birds.
1: Hey, what the? Hey, so uh, speaking of mediocre.
0: Fuck Subway. What was <laughs> that?
1: Speaking of mediocre fast food chains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dateline. Whataburger sells majority ownership steak to Chicago Company. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Chicken wrap. The family they owned wraps. they have chicken wrap, do? They do. It's a taco. It's a well, yeah. A I, I guess it's a taco. Yeah. The family-owned Texas chain Whataburger has sold its majority ownership to a Chicago investment firm in a bid to expand. Mm. They heard what I was saying. This listen, I'm not saying people are like listening to this but i think people are listening to this drake definitely is listening to this podcast the people at whataburger are listening to this podcast because when i said whataburger can't be good because they don't expand outside the south they said two months later here we are challenge challenge accepted the chicago-based firm bdt capital partners what do you think bdt stands for Uh, i think it stands for big dick tim Will advise on expansion, sh- expansion, sh- big dick time. Big dick time. That's a good. That's a better one. Big dick time. Ha! <laughs> it's big dick time. <laughs> Just walk into the room. Be like, that's how. That's how the CEO walks into the room. and kicks in the door. Boof!
0: It's big dick time. That's 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 that is enviable energy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. This company will advise on expansion strategy and provide long-term growth. Hey yo. Yep. To <laughs> capital. Uh, Whataburger. Uh, Whataburger headquarters will remain in San Antonio. That's something that I didn't know. I didn't know they were based out of San Antonio.
0: I thought that was somewhere in Texas. I didn't know which, I don't know. I knew
1: somewhere was. in Texas, but I would have figured like Dallas. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe.
1: Um, in order to keep satisfying our customers, we've been exploring different options to expand the brand and introduce its new, it to new audiences. Um, we've gone through this process purposefully and diligently because we wanted to find a partner who honors our values, culture, and a 69-year legacy. Nice. Of mm. family tradition, CEO Preston Atkinson said in a statement. Um, what do you think this means? Do you think that the quality goes down? It has to, right?
0: I mean, I've... I'm sure that someone tried to buy buy out like expand before, so I'm guessing the only reason why they did it is they they probably let them do what they're doing. But
1: McDonald's when they first started, they were making like really good burgers, from what they I were. understand. They were. Um, I heard
0: they were. They're actually about the fries though. Like the fries were the big thing. So yeah, they first started.
1: I did, I heard about that too. Yeah. But I mean, like you can't expand to a national level and yeah, still right. keep the same level of quality. Like He's, you can't.
0: Yeah, not. I mean, I think it, I think it may. I don't think it be immediately. But over time, probably definitely, the quality will change. And the menu probably is going to shrink too. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I look it at Raising Cane's. It has to.
1: Look at Raising Cane's, right? Raising mm. Cane's started off in Louisiana, right? Yeah. All they do is sell chicken fingers. Mm. They have four options on the menu. They do chicken fingers. That's
0: it. Chicken, chicken, fingers, chicken fingers. Fries. Or fries. Bread. Or chicken fingers. <laughs> or chicken fingers.
1: You get three chicken fingers, you get four chicken fingers, or you, can, or you get five
0: chicken fingers. Or you can get like just a whole thing of sauce. Just all, a, a, bu- all, a bucket of sauce. All cane sauce. It's a bucket of sauce.
1: <laughs> and but
0: Coke. They, even if they were to expand,
1: I would still say that something would give, even if all they did was chicken fingers. Maybe like the coleslaw tastes a little sloppy mm-hmm. or like the cane sauce isn't as good. You know what I'm saying? Like something has to give. Like you can't just be...
0: It can be you can't be water burger like you can't be the same water burger like New Hampshire, right? Or uh, like you can't be the same water burger in California, or you can't be the same water burger in. I mean, I think in the South we just they eat like shit, so it's fine. You can just be whatever you want to do. <laughs> like you could you could just give them like your twenty your twelve hundred calorie burgers. Like this is great, but like you can't like when you go places that like people, I mean more health conscious like maybe Connecticut. Like usually like in the north north and eastern mm-hmm. parts like it mm-hmm. gets a little more health conscious. Yeah, Northeastern California. You can't give them like the honey. You can't give them like a, te- a chicken chip sandwich that's like to- 100 calories. they would be like, yeah, they're going to eat. They're going to love this shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got to change a little bit.
1: That's That's the part that is probably the most concerning is expanding out to like LA and New York. Yeah. Is that like, is that kind of food going to work? I mean, yeah, it may be cool in like a novelty sense in exactly. the same way that like Popeye's and KFC is, mm-hmm. but is it going to work, you know, for a day-to-day people?
0: Probably not. Like probably not day to day though. I think, I think I think I think Water works here. I think like I. I hope they don't expand. I hope if if they do expand, it's probably the same in the, in the southern region. Like, southern
1: and Midwest, right?
0: Yeah, I think that I, I probably, that's probably where you do it. Kind of like
1: Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A didn't expand Northeast until a couple years ago. Right. The first Chick Fil A didn't pop up in New York until like 2013, 2014,
0: something. Yeah, like but that. even 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 they're a little bit more health conscious because that's that's the trend. You it's know chicken. They got grilled chicken options. Yeah. They got salads and stuff. Yeah, but Whataburger is just like, I mean, we're trying to get you fat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Trying to get you fat, stay you fat. As fuck. And then we're going to harvest you for our beef. Yeah. That's what what the beef is made of in Whataburger. It's made of Texans.
0: Yeah. It's big dick time. Big dick time? Yeah. Big dick time. I like that, though.
1: Try to stop me from not titling this episode the one where we get big dick time. I mean... See that didn't get us flagged. I
0: wonder what if that's gonna be on the menu, like a like big a, dick time, like a BDT
1: burger. It's on my menu. Sup, <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <What's up>, girl. <laughs> Are you excited for this though? This is kind of a big deal. This, I mean, this might actually be like Texas shining moment in terms of fast food. Because what other
0: fast food venture has come out of Texas? I don't I'm, think anything. Right? Pff, I'm not worried about fast food. Like, I mean, I was I was more happy with when our when people started to our music.
1: Oh like, yeah. That was a
0: bigger thing to me. That well, I mean, bigger that's bigger always
1: thing. been. Like t- Texas hip hop has always been respected.
0: No, yeah it has. I mean, I mean, now like but like not not always. Not always like, I no,
1: mean. No, I I don't think so. Remember in uh was it? Backstage the uh the Jay-Z documentary from what was it the I think it was the Black Album tour? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember what tour it was. But it came out in like 2001, 2002 he's having a freestyle battle with DMX mm-hmm. backstage and DMX said on record his favorite rappers was Jay and scarface yeah I and mean that's
0: it but then like those those scarface has kind of always been there but it's like the like the paw walls the chameleonaires mm-hmm. the, like that like like there were there was scarface. Oh, they, and there was a ghetto boys, but, and they kind of, they kind of put everyone on song, but it still took a while for yeah. like, for Screw to get, for, for Screw to get out there and all this other stuff. So. Well, I mean,
1: Screw is a, I think you either like Screw or you don't. Yeah. And I think you have to be from Houston to like Screw. Yeah, but not. Or from Texas. But so. the thing is like,
0: the thing is like, you have to, you have to, you have to just like go and get Screw tapes. Like now, like, and now you, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. now you see like, there'll be an album of Screw now. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it was a very local thing that kind of like got put out there. So.
1: Hey, uh, rest in peace to Pushwick Bill. By the yeah, way, I was talking fuck. about it. Um, that one's that one fucking sucks. That did
0: suck. I met him. I, I met him once at like um, when I worked at Kroger. I was like a bus. Uh, I was a sacker, and I met really? him. really. Yeah, like it was weird because no one else knew who he was, which is weird. I'm like, he's a, he like he, like he's a pretty he's a pretty noticeable midget. Yeah. So like, everyone's like,
1: who? whoa, 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 don't call him midgets. Sorry. What are you supposed to little what person, is? Little, little person, person. <laughs> little person?
0: Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, <laughs> little person. He's like, but he's like, I'm like, he's, I'm like it's Bushwick Bill. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, who's that? I'm like, really? No one? Yeah. Like that, it was a, it was a, it was a shitty job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was on, I was like literally on an island, just like, that's, that's Bushwick Bill. Ed Island. It was Ed Island. That's I, cool,
1: man. Um, Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a lot of tributes on, on the timeline to Bill. Um, A lot of clips from that Martin episode that he appeared in. Yeah. Um, I put the, uh, the song uh, Size Ain't Shit on our playlist. Yeah which is a great song. Um, I know everybody loves mind playing tricks on me and damn it feels good to be a gangster, but Size Ain't Shit is just three minutes of Bushwick Bill talking about how he's going to fuck you up and it's fantastic. It's pretty great. Um, So go listen to that if you haven't yet. But yeah, rest in peace Bushwick Bill. Um, Fuck all the media outlets out there that mistakenly reported his death before he actually passed. Um, It
0: happens a lot now. It
1: happens a lot, but it's just like it doesn't take much to just call a a representative, a lawyer, somebody who would be close.
0: That's that's journalism these days. Like they don't have to get the facts, they just have to take the story out first. Yeah. They they don't don't, don't care if y'all are right. It doesn't even matter anymore.
1: Hey, speaking of getting stuff right and not caring about facts, Dateline! DJ Khaled reportedly suing Billboard over disqualified. Father of Ashad merch sales, uh, DJ Khaled is reportedly planning a massive lawsuit against Billboard for allegedly failing to count over one hundred thousand copies of Father of Ashad sales. Page six reports Khaled's attorneys have issued a letter to Silvio. He's like a, he's,
0: he's, he's, he's 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 like a VP at um at the Billboard. Wait,
1: I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Pietro Luongo. Oh, I think I got it. I think okay. I nailed that one. Billboard's senior vice president of charts and data development threatening to sue. Khaled is reportedly upset. Billboard discounted downloads he sold as part of a bundle deal with an energy drink in an effort to boost sales. He claims they initially agreed to count them but then reneged. So this is a this is kind of an interesting story because this has been going on for a long time where artists bundle deals with albums in order to increase sales. It's
0: kind of strange, but yeah,
1: Prince did it. Um I believe it was the Musicology album where he sold copies of the album online. Mm-hmm. And if you bought um tickets to his show, you also that also you got a digital copy of the of the album and that also counted towards album sales. Like he was I think he was the first person to ever do that. Um so he kind of like twitched the system. Um this was back in like well, I want to say
0: ninety nine, maybe two thousand. Of course, it'd be Prince. So and, uh, yeah, of course, because he
1: the he was Prince always Prince. trying to figure out how to how to get
0: over how to get over, like, not, to get over the get labels. Over, not, the not even get labels. over; just get what, get what you deserved. Right? Not, not get over. Let me let me let me. He's not getting over. At yeah,
1: all yeah, yeah. Um, but since then, you know, Taylor Swift has done it. Drake has done it. Um, all of your favorite artists do Nikki's it. Nicky done it. Nicky has done and it.
0: Travis did it. They had a similar thing. Travis
1: did it. Yeah, Travis did it very recently and had a problem with the
0: uh, Nicky Minaj. Yeah.
1: So this is not like a new thing. Mm-mm. It's just a, it's kind of a, um, it's still gray area in terms yeah. of what counts and what doesn't count. So Khalid the Father of Rashad album came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks
0: ago. I, think it, was, I think it was two
1: weeks. Two weeks ago. And it was the number one album for that week. And then Igor came out the next week. And I guess Khalid was expecting for Father Rashad to remain at the top spot. And it wasn't. Tyler, the creator, came in and said, this is my summer, so y'all hold this L, and Khaled seems to have a problem with that. Yeah, they're a little hissy fit. There's a lot of of layers here that we're probably not going to get to the bottom two, Um, one of them being that Khaled and Tyler are both signed to Sony Music subsidiaries, Mm. so they're kind of on the same label. So there may have been a miscommunication as to why both of these albums were being released so close to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of speculation on whether or not, um, you know, if, if the sales numbers are accurate at all. Um, you know, and it's just like Khaled kind of came out of his face and took a couple of swipes at Tyler <laughs> while sitting in the back of a Maybach and he's getting some heat for it he's basically said that um you hear his music wherever you go you hear it at the barbershop you hear it at the cars i don't, I don't. and you don't really hear Tyler's album at all I so know. how does any of this add up
0: i heard a lot actually
1: well here's the thing i thought that there were some songs on that Khaled album that were pretty good um did you yeah there was there's like uh, there's on lot of side yeah, there was there was a song on there with uh, Meek Mill and uh, Lil Baby. That's okay, really good. It's really good up until Lil Baby comes on.
0: <laughs> so so that's that's like half a song then.
1: Yeah, I mean the beat's really good, and then there's another song with CeeLo and Nas that I didn't totally hate. Did you um, totally hate or liked? I liked it, um, but it's like you know it's it's very callid. Like it sounds like it was whenever i hear Nas, like i like to hear Nas talk about queensbridge i like to hear him talking about the old neighborhood and stuff like mm. that so that's always an automatic for me um CeeLo, i love hearing on the hook and then the beat just kind of has to be kind of large for me like it has to have horns and strings or whatever like that and i'm in like I'm, I'm probably not gonna like love it love it but i'll listen to it um obviously there's a nipsey song with him and john legend i mean that's that was a great that would have been a great song, regardless if, of if Nip was, he, was still here. Of course. So I mean, there's a couple of joints on there.
0: Like three. Like two and a half so far,
1: you said. But this Tyler album, you want to talk about growth in an artist? Yeah. Go listen to Goblin. Now listen to Igor. And tell me how the fuck is that even
0: the same person? I'm telling you. Like this kid. This kid is special, man. Okay, look. Here's my issue with this. Like, I've heard both albums. One is great, and one is not. Yeah. That father Versailles album. Ugh. Here, my God. Here's my thing about the Khaled albums. Um, this tweet, no, there's a there's a tweet that had like, 000, like six hundred thousand like six thousand likes that said it that's that said it um, perfectly. I wish I could. I want to see if I can read it. Right. Be going
1: go what you're saying. What I'm saying is that the compilation albums are very hard to do because you're getting a ton of different producers, or I should say, beat makers. You're getting a ton of different artists, and you're just kind of putting together a soundtrack of life. And it's hard because they don't sound like cohesive albums, and that's kind of what makes Tyler's album so great is that it sounds just like one song, like all of the songs blend together. You don't really know where one song ends and where another begins. It's just something that you have to just put on, you take your shoes off, and you relax to. And this Khaled album and all of his albums in the past really have been very difficult to um, sit down and listen to all the way because you just want to hear the big single. You just want to hear the song with your favorite artist on it. Now, Khaled had, ha, has had some great songs on albums in the past, but you know, I, I can't sit there and say that he's had one single classic album. He's put together some classic songs and some songs that are going to ring out for the, the rest of my life. But as far as a classic album goes, that's a tough pill to, to swallow.
0: I can't. I can't find a tweet, but the tweet said, "DJ Khaled is that dude that's that that's outfit is trash, but thinks it's fire because it's all designer stuff." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah, so perfect." Because that's because he has all these stars and stuff on on his stuff, but like, bro, like it's just,
1: it's just it's just singles it's just no, coll- it's, collected together. But
0: things like not even singles though, like the single even like that's always good for is a single. Like his albums have been okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, but. So the fact that you're even number two, like you're be happy with that because that yeah. album is garbage. Like you're you're number two off just off notoriety alone. There's really nothing wrong was, with being number two. No, that album was not good. It was not good. It's not good. Like and in fact, the fact that you're number two is insult to whoever's number three. Because I'm sure whoever number three, four, or five had a better album than because that, that album should not be on the charts. The album is bad. It's bad. It is bad. So like the fact that you're crying about. I don't know if it's necessarily all,
1: because again, I think that there's a lot that we don't see. Um,
0: I know, uh, I know what I'm hearing.
1: I know what I'm hearing, but I'm talking about as far as like the the behind the scenes stuff. Like, there's stuff that we're just not privy to because we're not okay. a part of that world. So maybe there's something going on behind the scenes that Khaled is upset about, and it may not necessarily be with Tyler directly, because I, I don't know if him and Tyler have ever. Work together, so I don't know if they've even Tyler
0: showed them though a few cross paths. Tyler showed them a few times though. Yeah, that's true. So he showed him right. He showed them right now. That's true. So I mean,
1: but I don't. I just. I just don't. I just don't know if Cali would go out there and pick a fight with another artist without think, there being some kind of.
0: I think it's having a hissy fit, dog. Like I, I think this is what it is. Like it look, That's what it looks like to me. It looks like he's having a hissy fit, and I don't think that. I think they have to have number two because literally your album should not be selling. This album is bad. It is really bad. I think it's. I, I listened to it. It was hard for me to get through the first time. It was just bad. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so and Igor Igor was great. Like he's he he he's coming in October, and I'm going to that show.
1: You got tickets? I got tickets.
0: That's I will cool. be there.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I I was really happy with the Igor album. I was surprised because
0: I was too. Because he's been like because I I don't tell a clickbaiter for a lot a lot of times, and he's just kind of yeah. like. You, just gotta, you gotta go like for shock and awe a lot, like. But this was just like a really good album.
1: Yeah, yeah. You could definitely hear the uh, the Neptune's influence, the Pharrell influence. Definitely. Um, he's been very vocal about his his love and admiration for Pharrell. Yeah. And that he was a good part of the reason why he started making music, and yeah. you can definitely tell.
0: You could definitely tell on his it's album. A, it's a great album. So just for him to, just for someone, just for someone who also. Got famous on Snapchat for like preaching positivity and all this other stuff. To have to be, to be acting this way about getting number two, it's just like, I mean, I guess you want them to win when it's not when it's not against you, huh?
1: Um. All right. So now we come to the part of the show where we talk about real world shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Sudan has been. I don't. I don't know. I get, there's been people talking about it, and I don't pay attention to mainstream news, so I don't know if they're talking about it on the news programs or not.
0: They're not, but no, I've been I'm, seeing I've been seeing really. it get
1: a lot of attention. Certainly not enough, given the the severity of yeah, what's been going on. It's pretty bad. But um, what started as a protest against an authoritarian president in Sudan turned into jubilation and dancing in the streets this year, as after he was deposed. But instead of the new beginning that protesters had yearned for, months of chaos and bloodshed have followed and dominated news coverage worldwide. How did one of Africa's largest nations go from ending a dictator's brutal 30 year reign to a deadly street crackdown? Um. Yeah, so this hasn't been like the top of the news page for a lot of people, but it's certainly been talked about on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing um here's just some quick facts for you. um as of me reading this, there have been five hundred killed, uh seven hundred and twenty three injured, six hundred and fifty arrests fifty four reported rapes, a thousand people are missing, and one hundred and eighteen bodies have been dumped into the Nile river,
0: okay, yeah, so basically summarize what's going on is that there was a president that was there, um Omar al Bashir, who um, basically, 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 they ended up getting him overthrown because of just his regime was that had a lot of um, human rights violations and things like that, a lot of murder, a lot of bad shit. So they got they got him out. So the transition period was that their military puts up transition until they can get a democratic led um, power. They were in Sudan, right? They they agreed on like a three year transition period. So the public has been has been protesting just so until they can get things run the way they want to get it run. These protests have been responded to with a lot of violence, with all the violence that led to all those fatalities you brought up. Yeah, and that's kind of where we are right now. So it's like they're, pro- they're protesting to get to the point that where they can have a democratic led um, body running Sudan and. These peaceful protests are being responded to with violence. Like, I think the one thing I read was that there was a sit-in where, like, a us just open fire on the sit-in. Like, 118 people died.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, To put it in comparison from the uh, Notre Dame fire, uh, three people were injured. Uh, one building was on fire, and a billion dollars was donated. So, uh, there you go. Okay. Um have you ever been to, to
0: Sudan? I have not.
1: I guess not. Yeah. Cuz you said you've only been to Nigeria yeah. like once before.
0: I mean sure. I, I've been there th- that that's my third time going, but it's been a long time between yeah. the last oh, time okay, and this right. time.
1: Yeah. Um
0: like
1: I don't like it's hard for me to process the scale of these types of events because I've never seen really anything like that. The closest thing has been 9/11. Mm-hmm. And that to me was just like, it. It's so like there's so many images burned into my memory that I can't even really like. I can't watch documentaries on 9/11. Like I, I don't like 9/11 jokes. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff still is very sensitive to me. Yeah. Um. And I, I was only like marginally uh, affected by it. Affected by it. You know, like I, I, I wasn't a first responder. I wasn't living in New York at the time. I was just. In a classroom, watching it on television with kids whose parents worked in Battery Park. Um, so to see the the footage of this, these these like what's happening over there in Sudan, like it, it I see it and I, I feel it, but it's hard for me to grasp just what entirely is going on. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, I just don't know. I don't have any frame of reference for that kind of
0: chaos. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think that a lot of people have that same problem though.
1: And that's how it's hard to, I, and I'm not trying to like make excuses for people, but I think that's why we just don't respond in the same way that we do to watching a church catch on fire because we've seen buildings catch on fire and we see things get affected by it but like we don't for whatever reason like people see people suffering and you're just like damn that sucks i wish there was something i could do about it but and you almost feel powerless about it Mm.
0: does that make sense it kind of does but i mean what could we do look man thinking about that that church that church fire is that People are just sad about someplace they, they they can go visit, take pictures in front of. Yeah, I can take pictures of it. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why i was so moved about this Notre Dame fire. So you know what, what I, you're
1: saying is that there needs to be some kind of structure erected in Sudan that people can go and take pictures <laughs> like in front of. A, like they
0: give a fuck if it's <laughs> over there. Like they give a shit if it's over there. Yeah. Like they give a shit if anything else is built in Sudan. They won't get, like. The thing is, is like. People, yeah, people just don't care. Like, like, even this is this is this is tough because, like, yeah, because like I have family in Nigeria, mm-hmm. and this isn't like they're not in Sudan, but we have things like this. same that happened in Nigeria,
1: right? I was gonna say like Nigeria has had its fair share of uprises.
0: Yeah, Boko Haram is still in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. They they never brought back our girls. Hmm. I mean they never stopped Coney. Mm. It's like I don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. The people that have the scope to see what's going on don't give a shit. So like there are people that that are that they're that they're ambassadors. Like these things are kind of like universal in terms of like no one should want these things to happen. Right. But they're happening. And when you bring it to people that say, What are you gonna do about it? Isn't that what the United Nations is for? In the isn't it their job to see these kind of things happen and then to go on and say this isn't right? Yeah. But I promise you nothing will happen because nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. They kind of just let the fires burn out. They don't ever burn out though. They just keep and burning. The yeah, they never. They burn don't burn out. out. Boko Haram is still in Nigeria. They are still in their fucking oh, shit up. I promise part. you,
1: they never burn out. They never burn out. Where does the money come from? What do you mean? Like the money to buy all of the weapons and all of the.
0: Support knowledge. random things like I mean drugs. I mean, they they sell drugs, prostitution, they, all kinds of shit, human yeah. trafficking, whatever. Like they get their money, however they get their money. It's just the thing is like, I mean, <laughs> they put a billion dollars into a building that you, that none of you even fucking seen before. That's yeah. the craziest shit to me. It's like these are people that are dying. The thing is like, if you can't imagine what it is like, imagine that it's maybe not happening to you, but I mean, it could like imagine if it's your aunt or your sister or your cousin that this is happening to. Like, I mean, it may not have to you directly, but these are human these are human lives that are getting that are getting lost.
1: Critics have accused the White House of inaction as Sudan destabilized.
0: I look
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me finish this. Okay. After months of political turmoil, the State Department has appointed a veteran diplomat as its special envoy for Sudan, the State Department is engaging with officials in the region and welcomes calls from the African Union, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, uh, for an end to violence and resumption of dialogue. The agency said special envoy Donald Booth will lead the U S push for a political solution that reflects the will of the Sudanese people. The state department said he served as a special envoy for Sudan and South Sudan, from 2013 to 2017. Booth is in Sudan this week with Tibor Nag- Nagy, the Assistant Secretary of State for African Affairs, to meet with leaders and call for an end to the attacks on civilians. It's always political. They
0: always try to go political. He said dialogue. What are we talking about? What it's, is that? to talk about?
1: I think they're way past the point of talking.
0: What are they talking about? Imagine, like, imagine if there was a sit-in like, maybe I mean, you know, they had they had sit-ins during the Civil Rights Movement. Imagine there was a sit-in and it was responding to a gunfire. Like, imagine people sitting in a restaurant. Someone just came in and just shot it and just sprayed it and just and just got rid of the bodies. Imagine that shit. What the fuck are we talking about? What is there to talk about?
1: Not much. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I also kind of stand by what I said, where I just look at it and I just feel like, like, what can I do? Like, I'm, what can I, as a singular human being, do in order to help the people over there?
0: It's hard. No, I'm. Not, I'm not gonna say it's easy for what people people can do in terms of um every every everyday person. The issue is is that the people that can do something do nothing, and uh, and it's like, it doesn't matter like how many hashtags you have, how many how many posts you put. Like if they don't give a fuck, that's gonna happen. Like I don't expect anything from this regime, from this from from this administration to do anything for Sudan, at all. Like for them, I expect nothing. I expect nothing because. They don't give a fuck.
1: They don't even give a fuck about half their own citizens in this country. Hell no!
0: Why do they give a fuck about anything going on in Sudan? Like I wasn't saying like they they had a they had a diplomat like like are you, what are you posturing for? Is like just say you don't give a shit because you don't give a shit. Nothing's gonna happen with this with this regime in Sudan. Yeah, they these people are peacefully protesting what they agreed upon before in terms of like getting the dem- a democratically led um, government. And there are pieces of process that can respond to with 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 murders, and rapes, abductions, torture, and we and we have we're open to dialogue, fucking dialogue. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? <sighs> well, if it were happening here, what would you? What would, we, would, we, would it be dialogue? Probably not. They're human, but they're we're all humans, though, right? Um, yes. So what am what am I missing here? Uh, well, they're brown. I mean, they're black. They're wh- African. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't know. Just why am what I whispering, you know, whatever it is. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't know. Just whatever it is. Figure out what the fuck it is. So, no, I think it's
1: because they're African. That I think that's 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 got to be the reasons why it, they're just. They come from shithole countries, Ed. Yeah. What do you want to say? Um, but luckily, though, our our administration is fair to uh, not caring about people from, from all walks of life. Cool. Including the first responders, first responders to the 9-11 attacks. Um, Dateline. House panel passes 9-11 victims fund bill a day after Jon Stewart's emotional testimony. Did you be able to... See that? that.
0: I think who hasn't seen it?
1: Jon Stewart, New Jersey's own, by the way, is a national treasure and we need to protect him at all costs because when cable news lost their minds and decided to run 24 hours a day and make a mockery out of journalism, Jon Stewart was there to make a mockery out of them. (laughs) And in a way, made all of it kind of make sense. And so that when we were angry about the news that we heard from the day, Jon Stewart was there to make sure that we were able to laugh at what we were angry about so that we didn't go to bed angry.
0: Yeah. Basically, basically, when Trevor Noah took over the show, mm-hmm. in my mind, I envisioned the scene where Symposium Mufa- where Mufasa's paw. Mm. That's what it was to be. It's like, looking yeah. around Trevor Noah, I mean, but... Trevino was great, but
1: Trevino was, was great, but, and you know he had an impossible job to fill. But yeah. I think he's just now starting to find his groove.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's but John Stewart. But it's
1: John Stewart. You're yeah. in, you're in the shadow. It's like taking over for Letterman. It's like taking it's, over for Carson. You know, it's right. like it's you're not going to be able to do it. So the only thing that you can do is just do what you do, right? And then hope that it catches on. And I think that he's finally found that. But Jon Stewart, after he left the Daily Show, has been kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. And one of the things that he has done is, um, become an advocate for this nine 11 victim compensation fund in which, um, the victims from the nine 11 attack, um, their families and the first responders would be able to get funding for healthcare permanently, like no matter what. Um, and the House Judiciary Committee unanimously passed a bill which would permanently reauthorize the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund. Um, after John Stewart gave an impassioned testimony, um, that went viral. The video went viral. I saw it that day. I was like, holy shit. I didn't think about I was going to cry today. But here I am with tears in my eyes. I find that as I get older, I, f- I get very easily choked up.
0: You came up with more shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the bill will now go to the floor for a full vote in the House of Representatives, where it is most likely to pass. It's unclear whether Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, you know, good old Mitch, um, will take mm-hmm. up the bill in the Senate. Although Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said Wednesday that he was imploring, pleading, and even begging McConnell to bring the bill to the floor as soon as it passes the House. Um, yeah. It was a uh, it was a pretty um it was a pretty moving speech that John gave. Yeah. And I I urge anyone that hasn't seen it yet to go watch it. But yeah, this is just again our our lawmakers and our uh our people in charge, our our you know, public officials um not giving a shit. Not giving a shit. Not taking care of home, not taking care of those who took care of... Of us. Right.
0: Like, well, whenever, whenever, like, now, whenever it's come nine eleven 11 around, whenever, whenever it's like September 11th, just gonna have the same energy. We'll never forget mm. whatever. And it's like, y'all have all your posts, and you know, you'll probably have like some kind of ceremony where you'll show up and you'll show up in, I don't know, y'all stand for the flag and do all other shit. But like, these people are here sick and dying. It's like, oh, but we can't afford that though.
1: Yeah. It's a New York issue. It's not a federal issue. No, it's
0: a federal issue, bro. It pretty much is a federal issue. I like, mean, let's let's
1: let's not fuck around. Um, oh, and real quick, shout out to Virginia Beach. Cause they went through something tragic. It was in the news for I want to say six hours. <laughs> and then just because it wasn't a sexy news story, it wasn't political, it wasn't terrorism, it wasn't um, you know, anything like that, it was just a sick person with the gun flushed yeah out of, out of the news cycle and then the can't way you
0: can do shit with that
1: the way they responded the way the community responded with love and compassion and yeah. togetherness pff, that's not gonna sell <laughs> Can't shoot that either no so let's just not pay attention to can't it get anymore. any clicks with that yeah so but shout out to them um we hope you guys are okay so with that being said um we do have a healthy healthy uh listenership in virginia i hope you know that okay we do
0: yeah no shout out to y'all <laughs> I'm sorry that people don't care enough. Yeah. About what they are going through. We I, care.
1: I think I think generally people care. I think the public cares. I think, like you said, the people that can do something aren't doing anything and they are the ones that It's
0: the same thing we care. said last week about like, you know, journalists journalists and these people they they have responsibility. Like mm-hmm. you have responsibility as a journalist. You have like you these these are important. You should let people know what's going on. You should give people um factual information. And like, a lot of, in a lot of instances, they're just not doing that. They're just going for what people like to see. Like, I, I hate the fact that um my local news tells me what's trending on Twitter. That's I don't... Why do I have Twitter? I don't need you to report that to me.
1: Oh, that's a good I point. I don't understand that's funny, that. Man. Like,
0: I don't... Look, like, y'all have a job. Y'all went to, y'all went to school for this job. Like, I've learned... Like, there's way more journalism than what y'all are doing. Like, and I know there is. Like, y'all can't... Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah no nah, i know man i get it it's frustrating and it's it's hard to try to wrap your head around things but this is this is the world we live in now you're showing me
0: cat videos like what the fuck like i have youtube on my goddamn phone i'm not going to the news the fucking for you to tell me like <laughs> you know what video is trending on youtube i have youtube i got this shit myself I can I can I do have, that. I have a, we all have phones, bitch. Like what the fuck?
1: I can do that myself. Are, we,
0: are you getting paid for this shit? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like oh, that's why that's why everybody thinks they're journalists now because y'all they are just see if y'all if they have some integrity in your job and maybe like actually did some things like I don't know check sources or like or maybe or fact check some shit you know get some like some interviews with people that actually care about the situation instead of just like spouting the first thing that comes out of your mouth. People want. People think there's something to it. What you do, but when you go on there, you're like, and you're like, let me know what's the, what's the highest cap video, what's the new dance craze, and it's like, then you, you're cheaping your own job. You're cheaping your own job.
1: Mm. You know how like when uh, you watch sports and you you look at the coach and you're like, ah, I could do that job, right? Or you sit, or you look at the analyst during the halftime show. And you're like, ah, I can do that job. I'd be looking at journalists these days, and I'm like, I could do that.
0: Exactly, <laughs>
1: I should not do that. I should then, not be and, and, able to do but that. That's
0: their own fault though, because it's like y'all, are caught, y'all coming on this bullshit. Yeah,
1: there's
0: there there's some real stuff going on that you have, and I know it may be boring, but that's your job to make us care. It's your job to make us care about these things because they're important things. And if we don't care about it, then I mean that part of it's on us too. I'm not even gonna lie, like part of it's on us because I mean y'all do what we ask for. That's the that's the ratings are like we people don't want to see things that, that depress them. And that's, I mean, I guess it's, it's a twofold thing. Cause like, we also have to give a shit. There's that also. So I guess it's not all on the journalists. It's all, it's part on us too.
1: Do you have an education for this week?
0: I'm kind of drained. Like I'm, <laughs> like, I'm just fuck. I get it. Uh, I feel you. Like, just give me a second.
1: Do you want to like just talk about your bachelor party in order to, or not your bachelor party, but the bachelor party you attended? Do you want to just like give a give a quick rundown about how that went? Um, Did anyone get arrested? Did anyone get hurt?
0: No arrest. No. No arrests, No one got hurt. Shout out to uh, actually, they're getting married next week. Hey, congratulations, yeah. guys! Congratulations. Yeah, I can't. I, I, so I can't put him out on. What's call it though? I can't. No, I'm him. not
1: saying like you got to like yeah, talk gonna... about it. Obviously, you're not going to talk about it, but it went you have good times.
0: I I went well. Like nah, because I, I um, it was me and um, it was me, Jeremy, and uh, a friend's husband, uh, Vince. Shout out to him too. He helped. He helped a whole lot. Mm. So shout out to him. He exits the show sometimes. All right. Yeah. So cool. Shout out to him. We had a good time though. Uh, we went to Austin. Austin. Austin's cool. One thing about Austin though that no one talks about strip club scene lacking. Yeah. Very lacking.
1: Yeah. If you want a good strip club scene, Houston by far is the best city in Texas for that, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Easy. I, I think I've probably one of the
1: best in the nation. I've
0: heard Dallas is pretty good. Really, I've heard Dallas is pretty good, but I haven't been. But I've heard Dallas, is okay.
1: Best strip club cities are what? Vegas, Atlanta, Atlanta, Miami, Miami, Houston, Houston.
0: Um. Uh, I mean, those are those are those are ones are off the top.
1: There's probably like a wild card in there. Like I bet you, there like, has to be. I bet you like Denver's off the hook.
0: I haven't been. Maybe who knows? <sighs> I haven't like I haven't I haven't been Boise, Idaho. <laughs> they they just like I'm, they got the wildest. It's just wild. Yeah, Yo, you go to Boise, son. <laughs> no,
1: you know what though? Like I, it, it's probably gonna be some some strip club with like banging food is gonna be somewhere in like we've never like Indianapolis somewhere.
0: It might be. You know, like, yeah. If I, you know, let us know. Yeah, let us know. If we're sleeping on a city, yeah, yeah. yeah let, let 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 me know.
1: But yeah. Atlanta, Vegas, Houston, Miami.
0: Those are, those are off the top. Of that's top four. Definitely, for sure. I think so. I mean,
1: you're probably right. I don't know. I've never been to a strip club in Houston. You haven't? No, I've oh been my. outside. I've been outside of Treasures once, but I didn't go in.
0: <laughs> Why not? Uh, because I didn't want to. Oh, I mean, I'm not
1: really a strip club guy.
0: I mean, it's just it, I, I, I'm not one either. Like, I don't frequent them, but I'm saying like it's better than after hours spot, because like
1: I'm not really an after hours guy either.
0: Okay, well then there you go. But I mean, it's not. it's it's, it's not. I think that like people, I think people have like a uh, a misconceived notion about strip clubs mm-hmm. that like I don't know. I just I mean it's just a place you can chill and.
1: Well, I think the preconceived notions have some basis. There are some basis, like, of course,
0: but it's not. There's,
1: there's probably cocaine. There's probably it's not, sex.
0: It's, it's not out in the open though. No, no. It's, but
1: it's, it's there. If you're, if you're in a strip club, you are no more than twenty steps away from probably cocaine.
0: Probably, but I'm saying like, it, it, but you're it, no
1: more than five steps away from a blowjob.
0: It's what you make of it. So if you, but if, <laughs> if, if you don't, if you don't want a blowjob, no one's going to force one upon you.
1: Yeah, that would just be strange.
0: That'd be weird. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that dick.
1: <laughs> Big dick time. <laughs> okay. No, that's that's cool, man. Uh, glad you guys had a good time. Yeah. Shout out to Jeremy. Congratulations. Congratulations.
0: Oh, uh, I'll be in the wedding. So yeah,
1: you're going to be there. So maybe we'll have some cool stories to tell.
0: Yeah. For the reception and stuff. Yeah,
1: hopefully. Hopefully nobody throwing money in the air and oh, causing yeah. a ruckus.
0: I'll, I may try. <laughs> you just might just bring it? Just, 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 to, just to restore the Nigerian feeling? Yeah, just so I can throw some ones in there, just so I can do it. Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Well, um, thank you all for listening. Hey, check out our Spotify playlist on Spotify. <laughs> it's called the State Your
0: Take it's on List. iTunes.
1: Yeah, it's on iTunes. <laughs> check out Spotify playlist on iTunes. Uh, it's called State Your Take List. Um, we, got, we have sponsors now, so we can't put music on our episodes. So we're going to put all the music that we want to put on our playlist while we get that bag while we get the bag and then uh you guys can put it on while you're cleaning uh while you're making love while you are driving it's great for all that stuff
0: even while you're defecating
1: definitely yeah so thanks for listening leave us a review tell a friend talk to you later